Thank you for tuning in to the WAM Podcast, where women empower women in business and manufacturing. Hello, and welcome to Women and Manufacturing. I'm Lydia DiLiello, the CEO and founder of Capital Pricing Consultants, a revenue consultancy. Today, I have the pleasure of having as our guest, Kate Janschna from Oro. She is an IT project manager for Oro, and she'll tell us more about what Oro does. So, Kate, welcome to the program. We're thrilled to have you. I know this is your first podcast ever. Yeah. Hi, Lydia. Thank you for inviting me over. And yes, that's true. That's my first podcast. And I'm really like excited to speak about it and to join you over here. So thank you again. Well, Kate, you have such an interesting story. I know our viewers are going to be so compelled by what you have to share with us. You are a Ukrainian woman who is now living in Poland, who is working in the IT software industry. So you really have, you come to this podcast with a very interesting story and background. So we're so happy to have you share it with us. Let's start by having you share with all of us, how did you get into IT? Okay, sure, with pleasure. Basically, that was a pure coincidence because I was invited for the interview and I was basically recommended for an interview. It was more like 10 years ago. And uh, I was invited for to be an office manager to care for office. And when I joined the company, it was the also IT company who worked with aviation companies and provided the ERP system. I understood that they also needed someone to join the support team, to work with customers, to speak to them, to help them deal with their like the, with the system. So I joined the support team and step by step, I grew to be a project manager. And I understood that this interests me and uh, I'm quite curious about this sphere and uh, I enjoy working with this kind of people. And that's why I stayed and was like, Seven years I worked there and then I made this, like for me, it was a huge step to change. And after that, I joined Aura Family. Aura Commerce is the platform helping B2B, is an e-commerce platform helping B2B uh, businesses to grow and to make their businesses digital and future-proof. So yeah, it was like two years ago, I joined this lovely company and I'm still here and I'm really happy that happened in my life. Yeah, and you were sharing with me a bit when we were preparing and just getting to know each other a bit before the interview. So you were actually working in Kiev, correct? In Ukraine. Yes, this is true. And I was there and I'm, I, I'm, I originate from Kiev and I was working there for the last 10 years. And yes, and this basically was an issue from one perspective because we all know that Ukraine currently is in a war state and yes that was kind of tricky situation and when basically the war started I realized how lucky I am to work with these kind of people I'm working with in Oro because under the hood we were thinking about this event in like prior to the beginning, we were trying as business, as a team, we were trying to mitigate the possible risks to create the action plan 
so that when it actually happened, of course, we were shocked and we were we completely couldn't understand and realize that it's actually happening in our country. But at that moment, I realized how happy I am to work with company with such a great company culture because my management made everything possible, first of all, to keep us safe to relocate us to the safe places. And they showed us that employees are their first priority. And uh, on top of that, I felt the result of my company of Oral building fully transparent and open relationship with their employees, with their customers, with their partners, because we felt this huge support from the community all over the world, from our clients, they were reaching out to us, asking like if we're okay, fully understanding that if any delays, they were reassuring us like, no worries, just take your time. Everything's going to be fine. Just tell us you are safe. So when it actually happened, we were kind of ready. We had the action plan. We started acting according to this action plan step by step. And our my company made everything possible to reassure that we as employees, as a team are safe and we can continue working. You know, and Kate, that first of all, you had a, a transformational life event, which none of us can, can even fathom. And yet when you talk about the business aspect of this, it all comes down to humanity because at the core, sure. we're humans first and we do business together. And it's so heartwarming to hear that your customers were concerned about you first, which they should be. But it is a good reminder for all of us because that's not always what we hear in the popular news or or kind of in the day-to-day that we're barraged with. And so knowing that it was about you and your teammates first is so important. That was extremely supporting, supportive for me also. And in this, like in first period of time, when we were extremely stressed and couldn't like really adapt to the situation, the support we received from our company was just priceless. And it was clearly stated to us, just take your time. Don't worry. We will take care of everything. And I like, I really, really like the saying of the quote from our co-founder and CTO that people can give their best only when they are free. And I realized how important and how helpful it was because I knew that the team I'm working with is self-sufficient and they can support me at any moment of time. And I can rely on them because they're like independent individuals, professionals. And I realized how important it is to build this company culture over the years so that in situation like that, you can rely on that. You can rely, you can see that that you see the result of all the efforts you were doing to build this open communication and to be honest with your customers, clients, and employees. Well, and the, the point you make about the, the customer and the, the employee culture in the company, because really it's a three-legged stool, right? Because you have the company, you have the, the company, the employees, and then your customers, of course. And when all of you are working together, and so many companies talk about company culture, but when you are put through a traumatic situation where everyone is extremely stressed and it's about humanity and not just about 
the business than making money. I have to believe that that brings you all so much closer together. And some of the barriers that are often created in business would be dissolved as a result. You know, when you talk about IT, so often there is is miscommunication because the customer or the user explains it this way and the IT person explains it this way. And then we we wonder why in a meeting we do this and nobody understands. But I have to believe that from your experiences, much of that now has gone away because you know each other at different levels. Yes, yes, I would, I would agree. And mo- many of my colleagues, as, as well as my management, appeared to me from a different perspective. And I was mesmerized by the support they were given to us. That was so important in that moment. And uh, currently, as you mentioned, I'm currently in Poland. So our management made it possible for us to relocate either to Europe, to safer like regions, or just to safer regions within Ukraine. So it was like fully up to us. And they were supporting us in at every moment of time and in every decision we were making. That's huge. And knowing that you have that continual support allows you to then focus on putting your life back together, essentially, and then work being a piece of that life, how you are able to refocus on work. And so from a a personal perspective, Kate, can I ask you, how are your family and friends doing? Yes, yes, you can ask. Well, first month of the war, of course, it was it was a shock. And luckily, all of my friends and my family members are safe and they're, they were in the safe areas from the beginning of the war. And Good. that gave me like a huge also support not oh. to know that they are safe. So, yes, I'm quite lucky to say that currently my friends and family are safe. Wonderful. That's so, so important. And that has to give the heart and the head peace of mind. Yes, yes. And of course, it took us some time to readjust to the new reality. First period was difficult, but then you have to understand that you have to move, you have to continue living, you have to continue doing business and throughout any difficulties. And that's why, yes, we are back to back to normal functioning, back to business, trying to like give it back to our clients the way they gave us the support while this all happened. Well, we're so glad to hear that faith, family, friends are safe. You are reestablished and doing well. So tell us about, you know, one of the things you and I talked about was women in IT and what that experience must be like. So share with us you know, what that progression has been like, what what opportunities do you see for women in IT? Oh, that's an interesting question because me, myself, I'm a girl who joined the IT 10 years ago. And over these 10 years, I can totally say that there, there were a lot of changes, a lot of good changes in this sphere. So for example, when I was just joining this 
mostly man-dominated industry, let's be honest. Uh-huh. Um, uh, over the hiring process, over the interviewing process, it was even like possible for people to ask about your age, about your plans for kids in general. And uh, I'm lucky to witness that over the years, we are like moving towards skills over gender. So currently, even in Ukraine, the hiring process changed a lot. And even when I was like going to the interview in Oro, I felt it was like instant match because of the way the professionals are treated. And I didn't feel any like difference being a girl or boy. It doesn't matter because currently it's more important what you can bring to the company and what company can give you in return. And uh, we are lucky also to say in Oro that we like in 2016, since 2016, it was like 10% of girls in our company. And now we are 32, which is a huge growth also. Fantastic. Yes, yes. And we we are really happy to see that more and more girls are entering the scene. And this market gives them opportunity to grow and opportunity to be like to have equal salaries, equal opportunities. And there is also one resource which entered Ukrainian market, and this is Ukrainian project, where you can search for work in IT anonymously, where you don't even mention your gender. You just provide the list of your achievements and the employers are just selecting based on the skills uh, you present in your CV, which I think is just amazing, amazing approach because we should move towards just the skills, not the gender. But that's fantastic because what an opportunity for young women then in not only in the Ukraine, but then throughout Europe in terms of a non-gendered approach, but skill-focused, which we would all love to see, mm-hmm. where exactly. it's a matter of, do you have the criteria and the skill or not? And then they choose accordingly. And for Oro to be open and supportive, I think is tremendous because with each company that provides that kind of support, the industry grows and benefits because women are are notoriously more collaborative than men on projects. And so I have to believe that that's one of the skills that a woman IT manager, project manager brings that may not be the strongest for a male, for example, which is that whole collaborative spirit. Have you seen that or is that not right on on my my Um, thinking? I cannot say it's true. I would say it's it more depends on a specific person because I'm working with extremely successful project managers who are male or guys and I think I will learn from them a lot. And this is uh, yeah I mean so this is more Mm -hmm. like person oriented feature I would say or particularity because my project managers or my guys who are working with me, they are as communicative as I am. And so I would not say this this like this is more specific to girls. But in general, of course, there are some positions where your soft skills can bring more. That's why I'm like, I'm really happy for this anonymous searches, anonymous approach, because disregarding who you are you can bring something. And if you match, if your hard skills and soft skills match the needs of company, you can just join because 
of the person you are, not the gender you are. No, those anonymous searches are tremendous. And we have seen those in the U.S. over the years. But I think that is becoming more prevalent and certainly more of interest to those that are hiring, because now it's a way to remove everything else except what is the skill set. Exactly, exactly. That's that's, what we are aiming. No, that's tremendous. So do you continue to see, you said women had grown dramatically in terms of employment at Oro, but specifically in authoritative positions. So are they moving into senior management as well? Yes, that's what I witness as well. (laughs) Because more and more girls are like on the same level, like managerial level, joining the companies. And again, we are moving towards when it's all about your skills. And to see the women moving into senior management also is a huge active indication of the growth that women are having in the IT market. Because to to say that a population has increased within a company is always important. But then what are the growth opportunities for those women that have come into those roles? And you are clearly stating that they are growing and in management positions, which is tremendous. So what are, oh, go ahead, please. No, 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 no. I I was just ready to agree with you, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you see as continuing growth opportunities for you in terms of, or other women for challenges in IT? That's an interesting question. First of all, I think that now we are facing this stage when the IT market in Ukraine, especially because I'm, I'm aware about this market, is growing like the growth over last I would say two years was Mm -hmm. like over 50% and it keeps growing. And this growth helped to more and more people join, Mm -hmm. uh, join the sphere, join this, this market. And on top of that, since more girls are capable of joining and more girls are capable of growing. And in my experience with Oro, I never felt a difference the like being a girl and i never i was never treated differently from my colleagues because for us we are all professionals we are dealing like with the equal professionals and i think and from what i experienced in ukrainian market right now if like 5 7 years ago i would be mostly communicating with guys Mm-hmm. on the leading positions, not only in IT, but mostly in IT. Now I face that, yes, we have more and more ladies talking and more and more even, and not only like on the like managerial positions, but mm-hmm. also technical positions. And we see this growth as well, that girls are taking over the technical, strictly technical, male-dominated positions, like software engineers, like DevOps, like servers, dealing with servers, something like that. So I think in future, this will only move forward and girls will be able to enter even those like positions which were highly, I would say, weird a few years ago for them. And now mm-hmm. I think it's more and more common that it doesn't matter. You just have to know what you're doing and that's it. And so you and I had spoken a bit about kind of some some use cases with customers. And yes. I'm sure that that whole concept of 
women moving into all a variety of positions, be it technical, managerial, et cetera, has to be a tremendous benefit to your customers because now with that mix of skill sets among men and women, your customers must be benefiting. Talk a little bit about that. Yes. Uh, First of all, currently the world is more open and let's face the truth we're facing the globalization when it doesn't matter where you're working which country you're working from and when uh, all the situation happened i felt how lucky i was to just pack my laptop and go basically and uh, this approach of like pack your laptop and go uh, also in a, in a different way benefits uh, benefits the companies because we are moving towards digitalization these mm-hmm. years and more and more companies realize that without making their business future proof without making the, it automated you will not be able to be competitive on the market And in my experience, I've seen few very successful cases when businesses were moving from basically papers, I'm not kidding, (laughs) papers to digital way of conducting the business. One of the cases we had long ago with my previous company, when the aviation company was printing all the printing, physically printing all the communication over email just to have it stored somewhere. So you can imagine how, what a big step was it for them to move Mm -hmm. it to the digital sphere and to make it automated. Because nowadays it's, I would say, such a shame to waste precious people time and people skills over something that can be automated. And in Oro, uh, we had another very successful and interesting case of Dunlop. That's a protective footwear company. And their use case was that they had a lot of small retailers, and which were also an important part of business, but they consumed a lot of human like resources to mm-hmm. communicate with them, comparing to the basically income they brought. And by introducing uh, Oro Commerce and by giving those small retailers so self-service portal, accessibility of prices, inventory, and all the information about products, they were able to repurpose two people to work with higher profile customers. So working towards digitalization of your business can always can of course help you to save the precious skills and to repurpose them and rather to help those people work with your customers directly for those those elements which cannot be digitalized or automatized and uh, we used to say that everything that can be automatic rather should be automatic personal touch to people, keep this personal communication to people, let people do what software cannot. But that's, you know, as as we spoke about the importance and impact of how technology is helping us and preparing for the future, those use cases that you shared with us make, make that point so precisely in terms of, I can just in my mind, see rooms full of boxes of paper with all of those emails printed out and and thinking through now that those are all just held in in 
microchips essentially instead of building wow yes exactly and we're not even talking about the trees which were saved over that <laughs> yes the environment the, the the impacts everything yes of course and for example when covid started right we were not prepared to work remotely only few spheres of business were ready to work remotely mm-hmm. and we have another case of a company working with us they're they're filing the bankruptcy which is completely unimaginable was unimaginable to work with uh, to work remotely the courts all this and uh, thanks to oro tools and oro platform they are working with they were they were also repurposing they were also remove relocating to work remotely easily because everything was online everything all the access to to documents to communication to history was there and also we had one feedback from our client who said you know we we asked we valued the way our commerce works when we had to move to our apartments basically and mm-hmm. all we had to do we just took laptops and we went and that's it and from day 2 we started working remotely so we need to keep in mind that this is where where we are going and in IT sphere right now in Ukraine in the world we are going more towards remote by default mhm when companies are posting their uh, job offers just remote by default we no need any more for offices and that's why more and more businesses are coming to the understanding that we have to be ready for future we have to make our business future proof and that's when they are coming to us asking for this options and help and we are glad that we can offer them to help their business grow over the years and another interesting case with our customer selling pet supplies pet food and uh, different uh, other supplies for animals when the quarantine started they almost they reached enormous sales online because everyone were like oh wow we are staying home but our pets still need food so they started receiving a lot of orders online and that was mm-hmm. the huge point of growth for them and they were prepared because you had been working with them all along to ensure they had that channel of sale available to them exactly exactly is where the technology has paid off yes well kate it has been a wonderful opportunity to speak with you and learn about perspective of women in IT most especially thank you for sharing your experience with being a Ukrainian woman and your whole experience of moving our thoughts and prayers remain with you and your family and friends and all of Ukraine and we look forward to a peaceful resolution very soon and from a personal perspective we wish you all the best as you continue to grow in your career so thank you again for sharing your time with us And then as we close out here, viewers remember that you can go to Jacket Media Company to see all of our other broadcasts as well, including Manufacturing Talk Radio, the Wham podcast of course which you know us, Hazard Girls that highlights unusual roles of women in industry, and Manufacturing Matters. We look forward to seeing you again next time. Thank you so much. It was our pleasure. Thank you for joining the Wham podcast where women empower other women in business and manufacturing. For more shows like this, go to whampodcast.com. That's whampodcast.com. 
Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.